I'm Ann Wagner and I'm here with Dr. Patty Rizek and this is for the Global Ambassadors interview. So Patty, thanks so much for your amazing keynote today and going over an incredible expansive work. I'm wondering if in maybe just a nutshell you could share some of what you talked about. Well, what I was talking about was cognitive processing therapy, which is a therapy that I developed more than 30 years ago. And I, I had a couple of points that I wanted to come across to the audience because I think it, it is a very structured, manualized therapy, but sometimes people misunderstand what that means. They think it comes out of an ivory tower, that it doesn't adapt to the, the patients themselves, um, that it hasn't changed over time. And what I was trying to show is that we've gotten lots of therapy therapist and patient feedback that has in fact helped us modify the therapy, make it better, make it more relevant, reach more people, that sort of thing. Yeah. And one thing I found really interesting about it was how things have shifted and changed with it over time. I'm curious, is there something that surprised you that's happened over the length of time that you've been working on CPT? Well, my first surprise was how I did a dismantling study, and, it, and CPT is, was originally done with written accounts, and, or, and, and we dismantled it. it. The rest of it is cognitive therapy, and it turned out you could do the cognitive therapy without making the person have to recount their entire traumatic event, which I think is a scary part for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. and, you don't have to do that. You can just talk about what do you think about the traumatic event? What has gotten you stuck in your PTSD and why are you having trouble recovering from it? And focusing in on those thoughts and what led to those thoughts, not necessarily going through the gory details of the event, which may be totally irrelevant to why what they're stuck on. And Patty, I'm curious, what are you excited about next with CPT? If you could think about something that excites you that you would want to see done or you're hoping for next? Well, one of the things that we're finding is that if we can do it in a much shorter way, it may be more, um, it, it, it may be more applicable to people to take a week off of, in vacation mm -hmm. or two weeks and get, get therapy done quickly um, rather than having it drag on for six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks or however long they're spending on it, coming in once a week, spending three hours, you know, like driving to the therapist's office, spending an hour in the therapy office, driving back home again, et cetera, et cetera. So if you could just take that time out and really focus on yourself. Now, there have been pilot data but there's not enough studies on it yet. Mm -hmm. So we know that people don't drop out of those brief therapies, and that's exciting news. But what we don't know is if it works as well as the, the longer version of the therapy. So I'm hoping that a lot of people will start looking at that because there was an episode um, in, from NPR's This American Life mm -hmm. where Deborah Kaysen was approached by a reporter to treat her in 10 days across two weeks. and. That got a huge response. I, I mean, there were two million, over two million people listened to it live, and then 3.3 million people have downloaded it since then. And we have been inundated with requests for short therapy. But there's not very many centers around the country where they're doing short therapy. So I think we need to know whether it works as well, and we need to have studies to look at that. But I think it's, it's something that I think that people are going to want. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I think it's something that people are going to have to think about. Can we, can we do this in our center? Could we have somebody come in for a week or two weeks and get treatment and then go home? <laughs> If you had a piece of advice for someone who is either looking to practice CPT or seek CPT as a client, if you'd had any, have any advice for them? Well, in the VA, um, every VA should have people who are trained, and that means having the workshop, having case consultation, having picked up clients under, under this case consultation to do CPT. Um, if not, they can probably reach a CPT therapist through telehealth, and they might be able to do it right from their own homes to a VA. We don't have, in the U.S., we don't have a national health service, so it's been harder to disseminate CPT. Some states are really great at it. Texas has got a ton of CPT therapists because the state of Texas it has invested in it. Some, um, some private um, foundations have invested in it. Um, Boeing Company has just invested in making that go national. Mm. Um, but we do have a website, which is um, cptforptsd.com. And if you go in there, you can look at a roster. We have almost 700 people who are rostered. So you can look in your state. You can look and see who's in the nearby zip code, who's actually qualified to do CPT. And that covers Canada and um, the U.S. Australia has its own website where they have their rostered clinicians who do CPT as well. Um, I think there's more dissemination, and, and that means just like spreading it, training, training people to be trainers, training people to be um, clinicians who are qualified to really do it with good fidelity um, in many countries now. And so it's exciting to see. Um, and I think in some of the places where they do have a universal health care system, it'll be easier if they decide to pick it up and run with it, then they'll get more universal training. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Patty. Thank you. Mm -hmm.